take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. Joke of the day. In the book Wonder, why did Augie Pullman take off his helmet? Answer, to start facing his fears head on. But he also helped his classmates face their fears head on as well. Thought of the day comes from Helen Keller. She was an American author, political activist, and lecturer. She was also the first deaf-blind person to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. She said, optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. Hello and welcome back to The Cerebral Podcast. This is episode 36. Thank you for joining me today. Preface. December is a month for the holiday season. It is also a time to get ready for the new year. For the month of December, I have been talking about disabilities and literature. Today, I will be talking about positive psychology. Then I will be talking about Martin Seligman's Three Dimensions of Happiness. Then I will mention the seven habits of happy people. Next, I will be talking about the movie Wonder, based on the best-selling book. Finally, in this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or Rope, I will be talking about last Christmas in 2019 and how my cousin Shannon helped me better articulate for myself. All I ask is that you listen for one or two ideas that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's get started. According to Wikipedia, positive psychology is the study of positive subjective experience, positive individual traits, and positive institutions. Positive psychology was pioneered in 1998 by psychologist Martin Seligman. According to PursuitOfHappiness.org, Martin Seligman is credited as the father of positive psychology and its efforts to explore the human potential. The three dimensions of happiness, according to Seligman, are number one, pleasure and gratification, number two, embodiment of strengths and virtues, and number three, meaning and purpose. Seligman came up with a mental toolkit to achieve optimism. His advice for dealing with the past is to look for gratitude and forgiveness. He refers to this as the wisdom of the ages. For happiness in the present, Seligman recommends breaking down more intentionally and savoring experiences by using mindfulness. 
for happiness in the future, Seligman recommends hopefulness and looking at the possibilities with optimism. There are also seven habits of happy people. Number one, relationships. Express your heart. Share your personal feelings with a friend or relative. Number two, acts of kindness. Cultivate kindness. Volunteer or become part of an organized group or community. Number three, exercise and physical well-being. Keep moving and eat well. Regular exercise is associated with positive mental and physical health. Number four, flow. Find your flow. Flow is known as a joyful state of doing activities like playing sports or playing an instrument or listening to music, etc. Number five, spiritual engagement and meaning. Discover meaning. According to Seligman, a meaningful life is one that finds a deeper level of happiness. Number six, strengths and virtues. Discover and use your strengths. According to Seligman, people who discover or find their unique strengths like persistence or, and critical thinking are happier. Discovering virtues like humanity and altruism also create happier people. Number seven, positive mindset. Treasure, gratitude, mindfulness, and hope. Grateful people have a greater sense of belonging. In the children's novel Wonder, Arte Palacio wrote a story about a fifth grade boy with a severe facial difference. Augie Pullman is a fifth grader who is transitioning from homeschool to a new school. He had 27 surgeries. Here's a clip from the movie that was released in 2017. It starred Julie Roberts, Owen Wilson, and Jacob Tremblay. My name is Augie Pullman. Next week, I start fifth grade. And since I've never been to real school before, I'm pretty much totally petrified. I'll see you later. Okay. You don't want to walk up with your parents because it's not cool. But you're cool. I know I am, but technically most dads aren't. Neither are these helmets. Dear God, please make them be nice to him. I know I'm not an ordinary 10-year-old kid. I've had 27 surgeries. They've helped me to breathe, to see, to hear without a hearing aid, but none of them have made me look ordinary. The incubator, bunch of murders. Oh, and this is an eraser. You know what an eraser is, right? Look at his face. I've never seen anything that ugly in my life. If I looked like him, I'd swear. I'd put a hood over my face. I know you don't always like it, but I love it. It's my son's face. You are not ugly, Augie. You just have to say that because you're my mom. Because I'm your mom, it counts the most. Because I know you the most. Hi. You don't have to do this. I don't know what you're talking about, Augie. You don't have to pretend is all I'm saying. Augie! Okay, I'm really sorry. Why are you sitting here then? Because I want some nice friends for a change. Me too. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or ROPE, I am talking about an experience last year during the Christmas season where my cousin Shannon 
helped me realize that I needed to articulate more for myself. A little background on my mindset as a kid. Growing up, I wanted to conform and fit in because that's what I was encouraged or taught to do. For me, being conspicuous meant I ran the risk of getting in trouble. I often felt like I was moving too slow in a mainstream school or environment. Therefore, many times I thought it was safer for me to not speak up and just go along or conform to what other people were doing. I didn't want to get in the way or cause any extra stress. I also didn't want to be left behind. Back to Christmas 2019. My Aunt Barbara and Uncle Steve invited me to spend time with them and their family at Disney World for a few days before Christmas. We did many of the rides together. They included the Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, and Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, to just name some of them. I had fun with the whole family, and that was an extension to their family. But particularly memorable was the many times Shannon went out of her way to ask me what I wanted. It's not that I wasn't previously acknowledged by the other members of the family, but Shannon had a particular sensitivity to my disabilities because she was studying to be a sign language interpreter at Townsend University in Maryland. Therefore, she was more familiar with some of the ways people with disabilities get overlooked, or there were sometimes people with disabilities are treated as an afterthought. Because I was a guest, I didn't want to make waves or seem ungrateful by speaking up too much. But after a couple of days, I realized that it became easier for me to articulate what I needed because I didn't feel so outnumbered. This is nothing against the other members of the family, but Shannon helped me to realize that speaking up for myself was not only important, but it was my responsibility to myself. I felt more equal and less pressure because there was more of an understanding and acceptance of what I wanted. Shannon made my whole experience more enjoyable for me by making sure I was more easily and reasonably accommodated. Because Shannon was born and grew up after the ADA was passed, she was more cognizant of accommodations. Her training and experience with the deaf community and sign language interpreter training also gave her more and deeper knowledge of disabilities. She was a wonderful voice of reasonable accommodation that I didn't even realize was available. Because of this, she helped me to realize more positive psychology around my own levels of happiness. Reflections. When I first started to do research for this episode, one of the things that I was looking for was more um, research around text world theory and trying to use wonder as far to build more of a world because in the movie and in the book he uses um, the astronaut helmet and 
Star Wars and different uh, parts of his imagination to um, feel more comfortable and with himself and with his environment. But as I did more research, one of the things that I found was that there was no academic research on the um, the book wonder. And so I then looked for the information on positive psychology. And that's when I found the information on Martin Seligman. And it, the science of happiness, it seemed pretty uh, straightforward, but sometimes the happiness that you feel, or I feel, is not something that is practiced consciously. It's more done as a habit or more done as an, an expectation and not really thought through or or consciously thought about. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to include the science of happiness into the three levels of happiness and also the seven uh, parts of happiness from relationships to uh, greater meaning and and other aspects of uh, being more grateful. Um, the I found out about the book and the movie Wonder through my sister Patty and my nephew Nathan who was reading the book for school and then they told me about the movie Wonder with Julie Roberts and my sister has always um, enjoyed and loved Julia Roberts because of uh, movies like Aaron Brockovich and Pretty Woman. The I got the chance to see the movie Wonder with my sister and my nephew Nathan. Uh, and I was surprised when I saw the movie that he talked so openly about all his 27 surgeries because that to me it was just something that I didn't openly talk about my four surgeries when I was growing up and because I didn't want to be viewed as different but it was when I was growing up it was a different time and there was also a different level of acceptance with the ADA and also different understanding of disabilities. Watching Wonder, I also thought about the Judy Bloom book, Fudge, and the mention of cooties because that was one of the references and things that I remember from growing up is in. Um, in that uh, fudge, in fudge, Judy Bloom mentions that kids having cooties and has different characters mentioning cooties. So that's one of the things that I remembered when I was watching the movie Wonder. But overall, I just thought it was a great movie. It was obviously for young middle school or 
uh, grade school students, um, and I just enjoyed the over, overall feeling that uh, it was more about the um, him getting used to the school and becoming accepted and trying to find friends and the positive psychology of how kids all they're trying to do is uh, learn and adapt to the world whether or not I think everybody's trying to do that not only kids with disabilities uh, or people with uh, kids with cranial facial differences but everyone is looking for acceptance especially in school or a sense of belonging and I think that the um, as I mentioned in the episode the sense of belonging is um, important for happiness thank you for letting me ramble was there something you could lean into that you heard in the episode Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember... It takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.